Hello again and welcome to our second session on the Understanding the Ages series. Uh, let me start with a word of prayer. Father, we want to thank you that you are the God that loves us so much, that you have not hidden yourself away in the dark and that we cannot know you, but you are the God of revelation and that you continue to reveal yourself to us and continue to give us all the wisdom and understanding that we need uh, for today and for the hour in which we're living. Lord, as we um, embark on this understanding of the pattern of the ages and, and look at that history right throughout Scripture, give us a deep understanding of, of your ways. And Lord, as we see that, may we understand more of your purposes for us, each one personally, and more of your purposes for all the earth that you are unfolding in these days. And we ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In our last session, we saw that an understanding of the ages is important for us to be able to discern our times and understand what God is doing in our times as different to the work that he's done in other times and in other places. We see that the disciples struggled with some of that. And as we look back now, uh, because we've got the, the wisdom of ages and what's unfolded, we say, oh, well, that wasn't. That wasn't there. That was. That's what it meant, because we have a deeper understanding of these ages as revealed in history. And what we're going to see today is that there is uh, some very clear patterns that we can see in the scripture. If you'd like to think of it this way, um, there was a time where the everyone thought the all the stars and the sun, and when they discover the planet, the planets, they all revolve around us. We're the centre of the world and everything orbits around us. And it wasn't uh, <laughs> uh, too many years ago, um, in the Middle Ages, that they started to discover, no, actually the Earth orbits around the sun. And all the planets orbit around the sun. And then there's other galaxies. And so um, we... We've begun to understand the pattern once we stepped out of that um, uh, that misunderstanding that we're the center. And once we understand the pattern, then we start to see how everything fits into those patterns. And so today we're going to um, begin to see that there's a pattern of the ages that God has faithfully used right from the very beginning in Genesis all the way through the book of Revelation that there's uh, been different ages that God has initiated that have had different themes and purposes of God's salvation plan for all mankind and how God has initiated those and established those according to some set patterns. And so um, let's listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 16 where some who were missing it came to him. They were the Pharisees and Sadducees and they came to Jesus and they were asking questions. Matthew 16 from verse 1, the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, when evening comes, you will say, oh, it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, oh, today it will be stormy for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a miraculous sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. The sad testimony of history is that on many occasions, even the religious ones, the, the supposable spiritual ones, have missed the sign. 
The scribes knew where Jesus, the, the Messiah, was to be born. Ah, oh, that's simple. It's in Bethlehem. But none of them joined the wise men to go to Bethlehem to worship the king who was born. Because although they had some understanding, they did not understand the times. So for these that Jesus were, were confronting here, they, they had the Messiah right in front of them and they missed it. And Jesus said, comes the end of the age, we need to be watchful and weary. And so we're meant to be awake and aware to these things. And I believe this understanding of the ages helps us to be aware of how God has moved uh, in all the ages, both to start them and finish them, so that we can understand what God is doing in this day. And what we will see is that there's actually seven signs that are associated with the beginning and the ending of an age. Because they happen together. <laughs> uh, they're intermingled. The end of the, when God's ending an age, oftentimes he's starting a new one. It's sort of they're going hand in hand. And so there's seven signs. The first of these signs um, is that God is the one that initiates each and every age. As we saw in Acts chapter 1, when the disciples ask, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel at this time? Jesus says, it's not for you to know the times that the Father has set by his own authority. In other words, he's saying, you're not living in that time. I believe we're now living in that time, and so we are meant to know the times that the Father has set by his own authority. So it's the Father himself, and as we look in Scripture, it's always a fa- that the Father has ordained it. He's ordained when it starts and when it finishes. It's according to his time table. And so that's the first thing for each of the ages. It doesn't come at the inspiration or initiation of man. It comes at the inspiration and initiation of God. The set, second pattern we see is that when God initiates a plan, he always starts with one person. That's the way he works. He's a face-to-face God. And he, in the person of Jesus Christ, face-to-face initiates and brings to a conclusion each age. The scripture tells us Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He's, or as in Hebrews, that's from Revelation, or as in Hebrews, he's the author and the finisher, or elsewhere in Scripture, he's the cornerstone and the capstone. The cornerstone is the first stone laid down at the foundation of the building. The capstone is the last stone that is put in place that brings it all together and completes the building. So for each and every age, Jesus is a cornerstone and he's a capstone. He starts it, he finishes. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first and the last, the author and the finisher. The third thing that we need to see is in each of these ages, as God is initiating an age and bringing an age to to an end, it happens over a period of three generations. Three generations of God meeting face to face with man. And in that time, in over that three generation, God initiates it. I've called this, this, this time, this time of three generations, the time of inauguration. In Australia, when we have an election, uh, the Prime Minister's elected. We find out Saturday night, oh, he's a new Prime Minister. You know, Sunday he's turning up at the Governor-General, they're appointing him, and the, the next day his government's there and off he's going. But I notice in America they, they follow a different system. They have this long drawn-out, and we've started it now, uh, process where there's a, a, a new election for the President happening. And then they have the election day and they declare, this is the new President. 
but he's not starting straight away. The old president continues on, and then the new president begins to set in place all the things that he needs for this administration. Who's going to be the foreign secretary? Who's going to, you know, sets up all these positions that are going to be filled part of this administration of the new president because the old one's gone, there's a new one coming. And so you have this long drawn out time from the time of the election to the time of the inauguration and then the new administration starts. What I've seen in the time of the ages, um, that God in person starts drawing that age to an end and then bring it to end and start in the new age. It happens over three generations, but it's this over these three generations in this time of inauguration. So that's the third pattern. The fourth pattern is that in that third generation, there's normally a prophetic act that, as it were, encapsulates what's going to happen in that age or what's the purpose for that age. In this one prophetic act, we see, as it were, the whole promise and picture of what's going to unfold in that age according to God's plan of salvation, according to his plan to establish his purposes in all the earth. The fifth um, um, pattern in this is that in the midst of it, the, we, we see there's a promise of each age. The, the beginning of the age, oftentimes, there's a promise, and it's only a kernel. It's only, as it were, just, just the smallest part, as it were, the first footstep. We can see the first footstep. There it is. But it's a promise. And by the end of that age, that journey is complete. What God wanted to accomplish in that age is now brought to a completion. You know, Jesus is a cornerstone. At the beginning, we see just the one little stone there. But by the end of this stage, the whole building is put in place and Jesus comes off and caps all that has been accomplished in that age. The sixth pattern that I'd like to see is in each of these establish, finishing an age, establishment an age, that there's normally a covenant of God that God establishes with man. It's time of covenant. And there's a covenant that encapsulates some of that promise, some of uh, what God is unfolding of his purposes. And this covenant gives us some um, clear understandings of that. The seventh pattern, the seventh uh, step in the pattern, is that oftentimes associated um, in these times, there's the appearance of angels, there's uh, God's judgment that is draws near, oftentimes resulting in death, um, and, and sometimes death on a very large scale. And uh, oftentimes also there's signs or, or changes that uh, are different from one age to the next. And it's almost like the, 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 the crux point is, you know, that age is finished now. That, that was the old age. Now there's a new age. There's a, there's a new reality. There's a new sign that is now being made manifest. And so let me just summarise quickly again. The seven, seven patterns of an age starts with God. He initiates it, does it face to face, person to person, continues on to the third generation. That's the third one. The fourth one is in that third generation, there's normally a, a crisis point or a key prophetic act or, or something that happens that gives us an indication of what's going to unfold in that age. The fifth is that there's a promise that at the beginning of the age is just a, as a kernel or just a first footstep, but by the end of the age is brought to completion. The sixth step, uh, the sixth step of the pattern is that there's a covenant involved um, established in this time of inauguration, uh, in these during this time of the th uh, three generations. And the seventh 
is that uh, oftentimes there are signs, uh, judgment drawing growth, close and death, and angels appearing willy-nilly all over the place that um, is associated with this inauguration time where God is meeting face-to-face, both to begin a new, bring an age to a conclusion, and to start a new age. And so over the, the coming sessions, we'll, uh, in the next session, we'll look at the first of those ages, which starts with Adam. And we'll see, um, we'll see those seven patterns as established right at the very beginning. And we're going to see, and then over the subsequent sessions, we're going to see in each of these different ages that this is a clear pattern that repeats time and time again. I'd like to share with you, the, the Lord began to reveal this revelation to me in 2013. And I've been meditating on it for a, for a long period of time, and it's helped me understand uh, my um, uh, prayer and prophetic role uh, that I've been in, involved with for a long period of time. And it's helped me understand and interpret what's happening, and in t- understand and interpret the Scriptures also. So it's my great joy to be sharing this with you. And um, so when we come back next time, we'll begin and look at the first age. There's seven ages. And we'll look in the book of Genesis that starts with the very first age. So let me just uh, conclude this session with a word of prayer. Father, we want to thank you that um, you love us so much and that you are totally committed to fulfilling your purposes on the earth and with mankind, who you have given authority over everything that you've created on the earth. Father, may we step into a deeper understanding of how you have unfolded your plan and purpose for all mankind from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, from the beginning to the end, and how each and in each and every one of those ages, Jesus, you are the author and the finisher. You are the alpha, the omega. You are the cornerstone and the capstone. And so, Father, open our eyes that we might see um, you, Lord Jesus, as you have worked according to that which the Father has ordained in the power of the Holy Spirit for your accomplish, for the accomplishment of your purposes on earth. Give us a deep understanding of this. Open our mind to see and understand these things in the precious and mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God bless.